So we've got Dr. Baker here in the studio. She, she is our morning show shrink. She's also one of my favorite people on the planet. <laughs> uh, because like I mentioned earlier, right. she, is, she is half Dr. Phil, half uh, Judge Judy. <laughs> Where she basically just tells you like it is, and I feel like people need more of that. Wait, can you know? I tell we you how yes like it people. is real quick? You like her so much because you're getting this for free. You know what? And you're a cheapskate. You know yeah, but, but most of the time, everything she says, I you know I agree with. Right. So, <laughs> I'm like, okay, yeah, right. She's right on. She's right on the money. Um, now, I I I do have a feeling that you are going to tell me that I did not handle this the right way. Okay. Um. I am very, very bad at communication, I have been told. And which is crazy because that's what I do for right. a life. <laughs> she can talk into a microphone, but yeah, not to her boyfriend. Not in a relationship. So when I get upset about something, mm-hmm. um, I tend to shut down, or I guess you could call it pout. And I am notorious for giving people the silent treatment. And mm. and I know, I know this is not okay, but I am so, I, I just, I, I just, I'm bad about putting stuff in the back of my mind and just not thinking about it and just like focusing on work or focusing on something else because I don't want to have to deal with it. And so I just don't talk about it. And sometimes I ignore the other person, which I know is is disrespectful to do. Right. I, I know that. But mm-hmm. sometimes I'm like, m- maybe instead of me voicing what I'm thinking, maybe it'll be better <laughs> if I just keep it to myself. <laughs> you okay. know? Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's it's a bad idea. And we call that it's a communication danger sign. There are four. They're very predictive of Mm -hmm. problems in a relationship. And couples who get into those patterns are more likely to divorce than those couples who figure out, oh, that's not a good thing to do and stop it. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. So um, that withdrawing and avoiding is different from taking a time out. You know, rather than just going off on someone, obviously there you need to take a little breather. 20, 30 minutes, calm down, wait till your heart rate calms down. And and then breathing exercises. Right, come back in a more calmer state to talk about whatever it is that upset you. Yeah, okay. Uh, But withdrawing and avoiding is very powerful because then that, I mean, the, the other person doesn't, they can't do anything. Right. And so there you are. What do you do with that? How do you respond to that? And uh, if you want your relationship to thrive, then you need to find a way, a safe way to talk about hot topics. Okay. So what do you think about, because I've thought about this before. I'm like, you know what? We're going to, we're going to go to Starbucks and that way we're going to have this conversation in a public place. That way, neither one of us can, can yell and stomp off. That's, that's not entirely a bad idea to have a conversation, you know, where you, you're going to stay put. I mean, so what does he do when you do that? When you withdraw. he just says, "Okay, I'm just gonna." I, oh, when I withdraw, I thought you meant when I was yelling at him. He yeah, just yeah. kind of sits back. He's like, "Fine, I'll, yeah, I'll let you yell at me if, if that's what you want to do." When I withdraw, he he will try a little bit to try to to, to try to reach out mm-hmm. to me, and then he'll stop. And then when he stops reaching out to me, I'm like, "Oh, you just don't want to you you know talk wow. to me anymore." And he's like, "Sarah, I have tried three times to extend an olive branch, and you have met me with little enthusiasm, so I'm not going to keep trying." He sounds like a nice guy. He is a he is yes. a very, very, very great Don't mess guy. this one up, Sarah. I know, and that's why I'm like, I, I so need you, to... So you escalate. That's another one of the communication danger signs. And then, oh, man, and then, you're two for then, four. And you sort of invalidate him. Oh, no. Uh, then you withdraw and avoid. I'm doing them all. Well, uh, number four is where you put a negative interpretation on anything nice he tries to do. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, you got me that because now you're trying to get out of the doghouse. 
Like that? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And let me tell you, how many yeah, times have you said that, that to it. him? Yep, 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 yep. Well, I'm the worst. I got to snap out of it. Well, I see, really do. She's giving Sarah, you the roadmap. Sarah, you need some relationship education. <laughs> yes, yes, I do. <laughs> Okay, so I need to I need I I need to work on this before you know before he trades me in for somebody else that can communicate, right? Because that much. that could happen. Are you doing these things because your fear of commitment? Oh, oh, is there a yes, subconscious think, thing going you're on? I think so. Yes, back the layers. <laughs> I know, I know. This is well. Here's the thing. This is the most most healthy relationship I've ever been in, and so I feel like I am probably bringing unhealthy traits from my past baggage as you call right. it uh to this relationship and he's he's been really great trying to work what work through it but mm-hmm. um i will try my hardest to not be a hot mess and to communicate <laughs> with him from now on so, so the original question was is the silent treatment bad yes yes follow-up question what can i do to get sarah to give me the silent treatment is that is that an option is that healthy <laughs>